0: Hey everyone, I'm Sedavion and I'm the sun.
1: I'm Marie Antoinette, and I'm the moon, and you're listening to the Twitches podcast. Go
0: Twitches! Go Twitches! Hey Marie Antoinette! Hi
1: Sedavion.
0: I have to say, you know, everyone loves the episodes when we're together. Everyone I know who listens.
1: I, I think they're really fun. I like recording in the same room. I
0: don't actually. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. They're really funny. I like laugh when I'm editing them. I just think you are just so boring. And I'm glad that like when I'm there, I, I, I get to like bring you up a little bit. You know what I mean?
1: Let's get into people. deep <laughs> in the week episode.
0: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Our, our, our dynamic, our chemistry, you know, it just sparks. When what we're is together. wrong
1: with you? What are you trying to do right now? What do you mean? <laughs> like, you were doing the most. No, I'm just saying. Y'all, he's love- putting on a whole performance in this chair right now.
0: No. Also, saying- we're
1: not in a car. We're in a building.
0: Um, actually, people love the car episodes. Let's be very clear.
1: Okay. Well, Venus didn't. So.
0: <coughs> well, Venus doesn't like a lot of things. <laughs> and one of them is black people. Please. <laughs> please. Her owner is Venus black. is her car. We're not talking about some racist white woman. <laughs> She's just a racist white car.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Venus is wonderful. She means the world to me. I don't know about all that. Just sometimes she gets a toot and (laughs) she won't start and she got to get jumped.
0: (laughs) I wish I could jump her.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: With a few people. There's so much like TV and film content in the world right now. It's a lot. Like a lot. There is. Do you not agree? Why are you looking? (laughs) She's looking at me like I'm crazy. (laughs) Let me tell you all the things I have to catch up on on Netflix. Tell me your list afterwards. Start thinking about it right now. We got... <laughs> we got Sex Ed. We got Dear White People. We got The Crown. We got you that my friends keep wanting me to watch. And I want
1: to start watching you.
0: I tried. Like, I really tried. Like, honestly and truly. Couldn't do it. But I'm going to try again. Then I want to rewatch How to Get Away with Murder. Which, yeah, y'all have heard Marie talk about Viola Davis. And she hasn't seen it. Have you?
1: I have not. Not
0: yet. But I don't
1: watch a lot of TV because I, I don't even... I mostly just watch YouTube videos. I really like video essays and that's kind of like my main form of entertainment at the moment. Um, I'm not going to provide a list of things to like catch up on, but...
0: Oh, is she I, trying to shade me?
1: No, it's just because... I don't even know. I'm in such a weird spot with watching things right now. I do actually want to continue watching. I guess I kind of lied. Um, it's on Disney Plus. It's the show called On Point. Um, they did like a, a docu-series thing um, for the New York City Ballet School. Uh, the School of American Ballet. Um, and basically, it was all about what it's like to train there at a really young age. And I'm really interested in that. So I want to continue that. I just finished, I binge watched on HBO Max, um, it's this show called The Sex Lives of College Girls.
0: (gasps) With Renee Rapp. Yeah. I haven't seen, I love her so much. Why didn't you grab my hand? Because I just, (laughs) I just reached (laughs) out to her and she looked at my hair like I was a dirty slave, nigga.
1: Stop! I meant to talk to you about it because of Renee Rapp specifically, because I've heard you talk about her a lot because she was in Mean Girls the Musical, of course, um, it was, I really enjoyed it as just like a college show. And there were like a lot of. Does it feel collegey? It does feel collegey yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, haven't, I don't really watch college shows, but this did feel really collegey. I was invested in the relationships, I was invested in the characters and everything. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I was trying to, I was thinking of something else, but I. Oh, Euphoria season two premiered yesterday premiere was there was a lot happening um there's a lot
0: of online controversy i haven't watched yeah it's there's some annoying people online right now
1: are they spoiling it
0: no they're be bi- they're the people who caught euphoria after it actually aired so they got to binge the whole thing at once oh I see and they're that. like oh one episode a week i'm like bitch do you know how television works <laughs> have you ever saw a tv show <laughs> no. the new generation is hooked on streaming services that's what's wrong with them
1: i understand because i also I like to old binge. <laughs> <laughs> I also like to binge and I was really lucky that I started watching The Sex Lives of College Girls after the whole season was put out because I would be annoyed if I had to wait the way that I like binge watched it in two days um yeah and I'm also re-watching all of the Spider-Man movies because I've been sent on a spider frenzy um and Spider-Man's my favorite
0: superhero <laughs> so spider frenzy you're funny <laughs> we have to watch some things we do you have to watch Doubt And what
1: else? The
0: Color Purple. The Color Purple. And, yeah. Have you seen Encanto on Disney Plus? Have you? No.
1: I want to see it. Okay, can we watch it together? Oh, my gosh. Stop. I wanted to see it so bad. I wanted to see it with my cousins when I went um, over there to visit them uh, to... Georgia on Thanksgiving break, and they wanted to see Clifford. We did a vote, and they voted Clifford, the <laughs> big red not. CGI dog. They I was so upset, but no. But was can he we good put, though? Can we put Encanto on the to watch list?
0: We'll talk about that afterwards. Um, <gasps> what was I gonna say? Marie called me out recently about a show that a movie that we were supposed to watch together that I forgot about, and I just watched it. Um, don't look up. Have you seen it? No. Okay, well, I'm I not going to spoil waiting. anything.
1: <laughs> I was literally waiting to watch it with you. So, you're going to drag me I in front of you? I was literally waiting to watch it with you. So, you're going to drag me in front of you? I was excited because Tyler Perry was in it, and Sadevian S- loves Tyler Perry. So you're and also, dra- Ariana Grande was in it, and we both love Ariana
0: Grande. So, you're going to drag me in front of these people? Yeah. Hey, world. Interesting. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything for those who haven't seen it. I uh, mean,. <laughs> 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 But I will say it is a terrible movie. <laughs> Okay.
1: I'll
0: just leave it at that. It's bad. Um Yeah. Why do we, we just started talking about movies? What are we talking about today?
1: Um, I read some articles. Right. <clears throat> Sorry, you guys. I need to build Let's a bridge. Let's be clear, bridge.
0: I read some too. I, I need don't to try build to a better. bridge
1: and get over it. <laughs> I'm hurt. This this first portion of the podcast episode hurt my feelings. Oh my God. Um so We read some interesting articles that were actually about theater. Um, There was one about theater. And there were also some that talked about the culture of performing slash visual arts high schools. And I think this is a really interesting thing. um, And that Sadevion and I might have some unique perspectives on it. Because we both attended the same arts high school. Um, So She went after me. I was a year... After him. Yeah. He... Yeah, he did yeah. graduate a year before me. Um, are you sh-
0: are you throwing shade? Girl... Oh. <laughs> oh. my god. I just thought she was trying to call me all the time. So
1: the articles mentioned a lot of stuff about the culture of art schools. Like, uh, just the busy schedule, sacrificing things that happen at normal schools, like sports and stuff. Um, and also students that get burned out or decide not to pursue their career afterwards, but invested like the specific art that they did in high school, but they invested so much time in it. So, you know why that is. Um, and I kind of just wanted to talk about that a little bit today. So Sudevian, um what was your experience like? going to this high school that we both went to and how do you think it's affected you before schools? i
0: answer that i think we should answer a very important question are you a theater kid yes or no
1: um yes <laughs> i don't feel <laughs> like I, I don't know if i'd be considered one because i don't feel like i'm like um zhuzhed enough but <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
1: but <laughs> I, I do. I just, okay. I don't feel like I'm as knowledgeable about theater as other kids, which is something I used to be really insecure about. I think I'm still a little insecure about it. What about you, Mian?
0: I'm a theater kid, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. You look it.
0: Do you want to know what you look like?
1: Hmm. <laughs> I want to start, because I've been sitting here brewing up ideas on my uh-huh.
0: so. Not as well going back and forth on what we look like for the whole episode. Um, My experience at an art school, trash. No, I'm just kidding. I loved it, actually um it was definitely unique um I compared a lot now that I know how it feels like to being a double major in college which to a lot of college students is so foreign but like to me it's hard but I'm like this is exactly how it felt at DSA that's so interesting that sounds so ingenuine. No. What is going on? Play that back, y'all. She said that is so interesting. Oh,
1: not not the way. Wow. It's
0: um. Wow, Nini. <laughs> the reason
1: I said it like that is because I I feel like a lot of the toughness that happened in high school did help me with college. But I think specifically that being kind of like what it was like to double major. I think it's like, I'm trying to like put myself into the perspective of it really quick. Cause I don't think I could, I don't think I'd have it in me to double major.
0: I think in college, absolutely on a bigger scale, but I think I feel a lot more prepared as a double major right now than people who don't have the art school experience, in my opinion. Or people that I know who are close to me that are also double majoring that are like, what the fuck isn't even is this? How are you navigating regular academic math, history, science classes along with being a double a theater major where you have to be in rehearsal until eleven at night and like all these things? Right. Um it's definitely unique. I think we have an even more unique experience because I think in a lot of like bigger states where like arts are like a bigger thing. I don't know if that makes sense. Like places like New York, L. A., Chicago, uh-huh. the big places, there are like a lot of arts high schools. Like it's like a very common thing throughout yeah. the entirety of the really big fucking states. Yeah, yeah. In Denver, they like aren't a lot. And I'm so sorry. I should know. But I don't know any other performing arts schools. I know that there are two. I know of two that are not the one we went to. I don't know their names. But DSA is like the art school of Colorado, which I think adds another dynamic
1: and yeah. perspective
0: to it. Um, Yeah, what was your experience?
1: Um, It was... <laughs> it's really interesting. I, I I came into the school pretty new to theater, and that was something that I kind of... It felt like I was being thrown into a lot in the middle of it because the school, it actually starts in middle school. So there were a lot of kids that were there since sixth grade and they do this thing where they kind of just throw you into the curriculum. And it's a lot because I went from like, I was in the Wizard of Oz, double casted for like five minutes. And by double casted, (laughs) I mean, we had one performance. There was one girl, there was one girl act and i was the second act and i was like on for five minutes and then i died um but she was on for five minutes too it's okay it was balanced i was the wicked witch of the west and i went from doing that i hadn't even been in a show when i got into the school so that made me like really nervous i remember i had this whole thing with my mom and I was like, "Ma, what if I know I've like read a monologue or like done a scene, but like, what if I don't know how to like memorize everything that comes with doing a play, or like, what if I can't act long for you know, just like all these random things? It was all so new. Um, so I went from that to all of a sudden they're like Stanislavski, and I'm like, I, I. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> and then they're like movement class and voice class, and you're you're doing all of this, and here's audition for shows, and I I just. I felt so overwhelmed and everyone seemed... When I first got there, it's like everyone is so talented. They're all like singers and dancers and actors at the same time. And I kind of just felt like really, really small. Um, But eventually, I think I really... I found my way around it in my own unique way. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think I was um, given a lot of opportunities To grow my craft, I... Must be nice. (laughs) Must be nice. To grow my craft, to explore um, my artistry, it really grew my love for theater and really solidified me wanting to pursue theater as a profession. And it also helped to build... um, In certain ways, it helped to build professionalism, to have an idea of what a conservatory like college might be like. And it made me want to look for a conservatory college specifically. Because it's a conservatory. The high school we went to specifically is a conservatory modeled high school. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I feel like I also got the opportunity to make a lot of connections with a lot of different people. And that was was really helpful. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, What... What was kind of like some of the the negatives of going for
0: you? Mm, great question. Let me think. Um. No, I don't need to think, actually. There were a lot. Um, In Colorado, our school carries not a great reputation. Which sucks when we go to things like Thescon. Mm-hmm. Or when you go to other That's shows. That's the as-
1: thespian convention in case... Yeah, now it's like you the don't statewide Michigan convention. To them. They
0: don't deserve to know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, that was like annoying as f- hell. <laughs> annoying as hell. Another annoying thing was going to school with people who I didn't believe I should be going to school with.
1: What does that mean?
0: Don't act crazy right now.
1: No, I don't know what that means.
0: There were some people who I. And, I'm oh. not al- and let me be clear, I'm not alone in this thought. I see. There are some people... I hope you're talking about Barry, because you're not about to <laughs> drag me into anything. I'll, just leave, I'll leave it at that, audience. Um, I, there were just some people who I don't think should have been go- attending the school we went to. Um... Another negative was the fact that it was a middle and high school. I don't think it should be a middle school. I agree. Um,
1: or I think they should be two separate buildings. Or... The
0: worst part about it for me, coming in as a freshman, was trying to connect with a class that was mostly people who've been there since sixth grade. I had
1: the same experience. Like,
0: it's, like, the hardest fucking thing to do.
1: Especially when you're black.
0: Imagine, like, like coming into, like, college. Anybody who's a college student, imagine coming into college and every single person in all of your classes know each other and they have all these inside jokes and they're always laughing they're always hanging out and you're just there just try to imagine that oh <laughs> it's gosh. not fun it's not cute it's really it's just bad also <laughs> potential is great
1: oh my god <laughs> potential
0: is incredible I love recognizing potential in people. I love when people recognize potential in others.
1: Sadevion, can you actually define potential for me? <laughs> I
0: can't. DSA uh, actually fucked up the meaning for me if we want to get technical. Uh, <laughs> our school did this thing where, in my opinion, we don't know for sure. Let me be clear. Not, we are not a In my humble opinion. I think our school, especially in the middle school, in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, accepted students on the idea of their potential to be great.
1: (laughs) You guys, so Davion is dancing around this statement right now. And
0: a lot of them, in my humble opinion, once again, not affiliated, (laughs) did not live up to that possible potential in high school, which sucked coming in as someone who, in my opinion- I was a, probably a little more experienced than someone my age who was doing theater. I came in with a lot of goals, a lot of intention. I think I came in with a great background um, and great footing and a foundation. And to see people that have already been there for three years that had none of that, it was a little. Why are you making the face? I'm sorry. I, I guess it is. I guess it, feels it like is. Because you feel like you're
1: referring to... I know. Okay, let me clarify. It sounds like he's referring to experience over... But he's really talking about just like... Talent. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for clarifying. Um, yeah, it felt bad.
1: I think a, a big thing about the school is that there were a lot of kids there that didn't want to be there, and they made it known they didn't want to be there. <sighs> But they did not leave, which was a really annoying thing it 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 was kind of there was kind of a complaining culture and i don't you know i don't know what other art schools are like, but this was kind of very like specific to our school and a lot of people sometimes the environment wasn't the best the best there were definitely some improvements that could be made it was kind of it was competitive um because a lot of Mm. A lot. I'm trying to find a way to phrase it because I've heard a a lot of students take issues with um the way the program was run specifically. But personally, I cannot speak to that as much, um because um I I am privileged. I didn't feel like I experienced yeah you that. are
0: yeah 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 she, yep she is yeah
1: I, I didn't mm-hmm. feel like I experienced those types of barriers in the program. But people really do pit themselves against other people and it makes the culture kinda become like bad. And double casting, it was like a really big thing in our department and it I I don't think it was the best. There <laughs> the of course you have the thing where it's like your high school, your teenagers, everyone would always have their favorite, you know, person to do the role. And sometimes I think it could get
0: pretty mean. I didn't I didn't appreciate it. I need to play devil's advocate and then we need to really get into double casting. Um, I don't think the competitive nature of DSA was a bad thing. Really? <laughs> That's a statement. Okay, okay. I don't, because the world of theater is, the world of film and TV is just naturally competitive. And I think it's okay to experience that to an extent in high school. I think there is a point where it gets toxic, negative, and nasty, which I agree is not Okay. And it did definitely happen a few times at DSA, but I don't want to eradicate because I feel like there are quite a few people who are like, I hate that theater is competitive, even in college, in high school, in middle school. And I'm like, it's not great, but that is what it is in the real world. And that is where we're trying to go. We are all trying to go there professionally. And of course, we can try our hardest to change it, but nothing's going to change overnight. Um, so, yes. Do you have something to say to that before we go to double casting?
1: Yes, I I I I I agree with that to a certain extent. I I think healthy competition and I feel like a lot of people were not really we're not guided to experience healthy competition, which I think is delusional. very important and very important in the, what?
0: They were delusional.
1: <laughs> I think it's very important in theater cuz anytime there was someone who was I feel like there were only caricatures of people. There were people that were like, I feel like outwardly competitive and they got like a bad rap for it or they felt like they were entitled to certain things. And then there were people who were just like unnecessarily unkind to other people. Like they said things that they didn't have to say. But you know, I like to think of when you're doing theater to always try to be better than your than yourself. Like you're trying to be your best self. That is what I like to compete against um, with myself. When I'm going into an audition I'm always like, I'm trying to be better than the than the me I was before. I'm always trying to push myself.
0: I dare you to say their names.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say about double casting?
0: <laughs> what do you want to say about say double, casting? Names. Say, um, double casting? Double hmm. casting. Hmm. We've both been double cast. High five. Not really. Um, It's not great not because of your double cast. I'll speak for myself (laughs) because... I'll speak for myself. Let me say that again. Um, My double casting experience wasn't not great because of the other person I was double cast with or the other cast in general. It was because of everyone else. It was because of everyone saying their favorite person to do it. Everyone's saying their own little combination of the cast that they want, which yeah. everyone naturally has. Like I don't think it's bad for people to be like, I've so, I've seen both. I like this one more. Yeah. And I think it's up to the the staff. The staff to create <laughs> an environment where that isn't the case, which I think is not double casting. That's the environment. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Um, because you saw, I don't know. I don't know if she did it when, I don't know if they did it <laughs> when they casted you, double casted you. <laughs> when I was double casted, they had many conversations with the entire cast, being like, "We do not compare. This is not a competition." Blah blah fucking blah. See, womp womp. And I was like, saying that does nothing.
1: Yes, which it's <laughs> it's really the hard. Yeah, I there's a lot of reasons that I and I know that it happens. Well. No, because it's a little different <laughs> on Broadway. Like you have your understudies, True. you have your swings and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, But I think just like in high school specifically, I um, and I understand giving more kids opportunities, but it is just it. I I I yeah. Um, I was also kind. I had I had a different experience from Sadevian specifically, or one of the reasons I like to know is because <laughs> he was in a show where, like, th- all the main characters were double cast. And I was in a show that only had one female role. Um, and because of that... Yeah, I was um, in that show, too. Sadevion <laughs> S- so. was in that show. Um, he did play the lead. And I was ensemble. <laughs> I was ensemble. Again, 9 to 5, again. <laughs> <Yeah. Please. laughs> and And um, so that one female role uh, got double casted. And I think the thing for me is it was, like, an interesting type of isolation that I felt
0: because instead of being, like... Let me pause you real quick. I'm so sorry. Don't be nice. Like, don't try to be nice. Say what you gotta say. It was an interesting type of isolation
1: that I felt because I didn't, like, when, when I wasn't doing the show, it wasn't like, okay, I have my besties that aren't doing the show. It was, like... Everyone else in the cast is doing the show except for you. And I also... There were four performances. And I got, like, the in-between performances. There were... um, There was opening, closing, and then I got the two in-between those. I got a matinee and then a Friday night. And I... I was really excited on opening night. We did bananas. We went bananas and I really felt the energy. I was so happy and so excited. But on closing night, I was so, so sad because it's always really special to me to close out a show and say goodbye to it. So I was really sad that I didn't get to have that experience, especially because this specific show meant so much to me. I'd become so attached to the character and the show itself and just the content. Cause it's, you know, like theater for, um, social change. It was, it was one of those shows that talks about like, uh, It was about the AIDS epidemic, so I I was trying to figure out how much in detail I should go. But it was about the AIDS epidemic, um, which is something that we really do not learn about in school. Mm -hmm. And I learned so much during that show, both through the help of the director and like stuff that they gave us to look at. Um, And I felt like I really had an experience with this character and with other people in the show. I was really attached to that, so I was really upset that I didn't get to say goodbye to that. Um, And then I also felt the terrible competition of being double cast and and a lot of it really felt internal because I'm you know constantly comparing myself to the other person that I'm double cast with and um I (laughs) and it's just you're thinking like am I am I doing a good job it really sucks when you can see someone doing the exact same thing that like you're doing but in their own way because then it gives you the chance to directly compare yourself to what they're doing and it kind of like makes you doubt yourself so i really i really got into my head um and i didn't want the person i was double cast with to feel like that because i felt it was a lot, <laughs> you know, because I was going through all... That. And I know it's inherent with double casting. So every time it was, like, her time to shine, I tried to always, you know, be in the audience watching or kind of, like, out of the dressing room that we shared so that she can have it all to herself and she could, you know, feel like the, you know, the main shining, girly, do whatever she needs to do, get prepped whatever way she needs to get prepped without, like, you know, having me as, like, a looming presence.
0: Did she do the same?
1: Um so <laughs> being messy no I don't know what you're talking about
0: I'm just asking the question that everybody else wants to know not
1: not necessarily and I think that was something mm. that kind of it got to me a little bit in the end because I yeah
0: I also so were you silent or were you silenced
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know um the monarchy uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 it was so uh-huh but yeah it was it, it was an interesting experience because of that it was i i i tried to i was really nice and <laughs> it was it was interesting because i um i don't know if it was always reciprocated but yeah that's my personal dabbling and mm-hmm. double casting Um, when i was double casting in middle school it was great loved it <laughs>
0: Yeah, And we Most switched out at intermission. Fame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly five minutes. I love that for you both. Um, with my double cast, there's been so many horror stories of double cast in the past, at DSA, before I was. Mm-hmm. And it was important for me to be like, okay, I'm going to be friends with this person. If not friends, like friendly. Mm-hmm. Like there will not be like a bad nature between us. Which I think we did successfully. Um... And I, th- But I think there was a point where I recognized, like, a switch in his energy and attitude, which was around the time that people started to, you know, gather their opinions mm-hmm. on their favorites and their combinations and things of that nature.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, did people do this to you? Did people come up to you and, like, try to compliment you by downing your double cast?
1: It was weird, because I... I didn't hear anything about people saying they prefer X, Y, Z over X, Y, Z. X, Y, Z over A, B, C.
0: Oh, so you're saying double casts are the same. Interesting. <laughs>
1: but apparently it was happening. I'm just never in the mix of anything. <laughs> um, so I heard a lot of it afterwards, which I never i never appreciate it necessarily i don't feel like you have to compare apples to oranges um to say that you like one better than the other um mm-hmm. so yeah it's also a really weird thing to be told oh my gosh um marie antoinette you ate beyond down yeah <laughs> you're like
0: oh well, why'd you use um, me as an example
1: i did well, and why? i would <laughs> i wanted <laughs> to be realistic
0: <laughs> Any directors out there looking to double cast a role, uh, gender neutral role, please email us at the twitchespodcast <laughs> at gmail.com because we're both open. <laughs> we'll see who eats who. Um, yeah, no, it feels really weird when somebody's like, yeah, like you're so much better at this. I'm like, blank stare. That's eyelashes, blank stare. <laughs> what, what would you like me to say? Thank you. Uh, it was very, very unique. I also think. Somebody, if y'all want to fact check me, I don't care. Um, I think you were the only double cast ever that one of the double cast got opening and closing, which I found really interesting. Oh. Not to make you feel worse. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I found that interesting because I'm like, the ones before you, which there were a few, uh-huh. and then the ones after you, uh-huh. there was always one cast got opening and one cast got closing. And if there are theater people listening, which probably are. You know how big opening and closing a show is, which makes sense that one cast would get one and the other cast would get the other. Yeah. So right. yeah.
1: I didn't even realize that was a thing. That was you see, so much was unique to me. I just when I wasn't in the show, I just wasn't in it. Everyone else was doing it. I nice. mean, hey. Um, yeah. It um Yeah, it took me... I also feel like my post-show depression after that Mm -hmm. lasted a little longer because I didn't... But again, I was also like really attached to it and I didn't get to say bye. There was also some technical stuff in there because I think... I might have accidentally packed up a piece of that character and brought her home with me. Mm. Which is also something else that is... It's a really important thing that I don't feel like enough time is spent on. Making sure that when you're stepping into your character, you're there. But like a healthy way to leave it at the door so you're not bringing it with you. And a lot of actors... A lot of actors get into that. And I think that's one time where I thought... I think I really got into that. Like I was... I was sad. I, I think I... I seeped myself into that world a little bit. I really kind of, like, surrounded myself with it. And I think it's just... I tend to get obsessed with things sometimes. um. And I think that was kind of, like, where I was coming from. And I think it did really affect me as um as a person. Uh, and it took a little while to get out of that. Have you ever had that experience?
0: Absolutely. It has been... It has been with characters that, like, I personally don't find a connection with. I don't know who said this bullshit. (laughs) But, like, somebody famously said, like, you should always find something to like about your characters. Mm -hmm. Like, you should never hate the characters you play. And I disagree. But anyway, I need to go back and say something about what you just said. I had, like, a mini argument with one of my professors last year. About that. Because they were teaching Stanislavski and no tea, all shade. They did not know (laughs) what they were talking about. And anyone who knows me knows I'm not the biggest Stan fan. (laughs) I'm not a Stan of Stan. Um, You don't like Stan the man? I don't. Because I think he teaches some quite toxic acting techniques. And I just brought up to my teacher, the professor, in front of the class. Because we were learning so much rapidly. I was like, we have not spoken at all about how to take care of yourself when doing this type of work. It's very toxic. Are you
1: talking about um, emotional recall? Absolutely. Which is so interesting because I watched a video essay on it, and I believe in that essay, um, the person who wrote it was talking about how that was kind of supposed to help people that, like, were having trouble acting. Exactly. Like, they were not, like... Like, okay, let's let's try something new. Yeah. And that is- Clearly, a, you're not getting it. Think about when your mother died. I think that's something. I've heard it's also misinterpreted from, like, the original intent. But, you know, a lot of times it's- I just hit my elbow. Oh, my God. Uh. It's me reaching out to you, like- <laughs> A lot of times it's taken as, let's rehash your emotional trauma and use it so that you can play um, Bethany, so -hmm. that you can eat Bethany down on stage. And, of course, that is a very unhealthy thing to do. And Mm -hmm. I've had, you know, a couple teachers say, leave your your trauma to yourself. Keep that to yourself. That's Mm -hmm. personal. And, you know, bring the character to stage. Like, we don't need that on stage. That's not, you know, what we need. Because it is a very... Yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't necessarily like when it's taught. No, not necessarily. I don't like when it's taught either, because mm-hmm. it's very, it's very dangerous. And some people, I feel like some people that um start acting, and maybe people, all that have also been acting for a while, uh, feel like okay, I like if you have similarities with the character, what can I bring to this role, you know, from my my past and my trauma to make it realistic, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like that needs to be reworked. That needs to be reworked.
0: Agreed. Yeah. So my professor got a little defensive because clearly they didn't know. Um, And yeah. Yeah. Very toxic. Anyway.
1: What did your professor say? I'm interested. Like, what was their response?
0: Some mush mouth bullshit. Okay. (laughs) They basically were like, you have to like find a process for yourself. Everyone's process is different. But my thing was like, you're teaching this to us as a class. Mm -hmm. You say this is a tool to put in our toolbox. Uh give us the screws, maybe. Give us <laughs> some deadbolt like give us some so, some we need some nails too. We don't just need the tool we need the extras as yeah. well. We need a toolbox. Can you give us can you give us a holder for the tools, please? Um so yeah, they got really defensive and that was sort of the end of it, but I was so over it. Anyway, has that ever happened to me? Um Yes it's happened to me and it is quite traumatizing um it's happened to me a few times anyone who knows me knows like in an acting sense knows i really don't love being called by my character's name when i'm not like on stage blocking doing things um and i also when i direct i try my absolute hardest not to call the actors by their character names if i'm not if we're not in a scene or if we're not working directly um, just because I've had a lot of trouble differentiating myself from characters sometimes in the past, especially characters I don't like, mm-hmm. which really has sucked. And then I told you about the story from in the red and brown water, the lady in the lobby who was acting up. I was like, girl, tell
1: them the story.
0: I like, okay, we did a show. Great show in the red and brown water.
1: Loved it. Um, All black cast except for one person. Two. Originally one.
0: Three.
1: Originally one.
0: What do you mean? There or, f-
1: or maybe originally two. Because one of the characters was supposed to be... There were four
0: non-black characters in that show. I just counted in my head.
1: Okay, I'm not saying the way it was cast. I'm saying oh. the way it was written.
0: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, yes. She's correct. Yeah, but there were four white people. Anyway. um, by class. Cast it. Um, yeah, I we did the show. It was a great show. Throughout that show... I think that was the time where people started to look at me and say, like, wow, like, this is a good performance. Like, I like what he's doing in the show, which I appreciate. that
1: was also his second year at the school.
0: Yes. Um, and people started to, that, that started to be my associated typecast a little bit because once you do, everybody knows as an actor, once you do one thing well, everybody's like, great, do that thing again, please and thank you. Which is so frustrating. Which is annoying. Um, but people started like calling me the character's name outside of rehearsal. People started like making jokes about the character and like me. People started like asking me to do the character voice outside of rehearsal. Oh, no. It just got really weird, and that's when I found trouble differentiating myself. It also took a lot for me to take on that character because I don't like that person. I don't think they're a great person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um anyway, say all that to say after one of the shows, I hate going to the lobby. Like, or whatever. I hate going out to see the audience after the show because I'm like, ugh, please leave me alone. I
1: actually and hate it in college.
0: You hate it in college? I yeah, hate it cause in college.
1: No, because no, no one knows me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even you're saying there, you're I'm like, saying it as in a no one. Okay, okay. To be fair, I've only been in one production, but like no one so far, no one knows me. So when I go out, I'm just looking for my family because I don't know what days they're coming. Mm. And no, and there's, it's. we also have like a really small lobby. So it's a lot of people and I'm like, I think I'm gonna go back to the dressing
0: room. I make. hate it always. I always use the back door if I can. Um, one day somebody dragged me out with them. I don't remember who it was after the show. I didn't, I don't usually go out to the uh, lobby at all. Um, and somebody who's in the show's mother was like standing right in front of the door where we exit first of all man, Becca
1: <laughs> the people that do the front rows at the door that's funny
0: I'm like please leave me alone anyway so I come out I speak to a few people and I like, tur- like I just like out of nowhere I hear this lady like loudly be like uh uh-uh, uh get away from me <laughs> and so I turn around and I'm like like hello like is she talking like who is she talking to? i didn't think she was talking to me at all mm-hmm. i like turn around i'm like <laughs> hello and she's like uh-uh, i don't like you get away from me and like it seemed like it was joking but it also seemed like it was based in quite a bit of reality mm-hmm. which was the really like sad part for me like she kind of felt like like she absolutely disliked the character which like great i did the job <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what's supposed to happen but also it just felt bad i'm like okay, I'm not wearing the costume anymore. Yeah, I'm, like, here talking in my normal voice. Like, clearly I'm not doing a thing. So it was just... That association with that character really, like, messed me up. Especially that, that specific interaction. She was so, like, taken aback by my presence after the show. I was like, wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna go out this way. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's... I, I also... Like, Sedavion's character, he was, like, this guy he was the main character he was a guy the main character's <laughs> love interest but he was like you were definitely not supposed to be rooting for him you were supposed to be like he is the dirt Absolutely. beneath your boots <laughs> and he was cheating on her with somebody else mm-hmm. um and he got that somebody else pregnant so a character that's you know you're very clearly not supposed to like so right. yeah that is not
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's Mm-mm. Mm-mm. One. very much <laughs> have you ever been uh... Have you ever really, really, really wanted a role and didn't get it? Like so bad. Like more than anything.
1: So I thought we might not <laughs> ask this question, because I thought we wanted
0: to let's get up to it.
1: Be all, you know, nice, keep it nice. Um, so <clears throat> there was this one show at our school. You're really making me tap. See, when I tap into this, <laughs> I'm going to realize whether or not I still have um emotions attached to the situation whether i'm okay or not
0: i also have a side to the story that um anyway go ahead
1: this this might be an interesting one folks buckle in so (laughs) so there was this show um that i really wanted to be in at my school and it's an all teenage girl cat like everyone in the show is supposed to be teenage girls except for one character who's supposed to be a mom of one of the teenage girls and everyone was like really hyped about it there were 10 girls in the show total and I remember the summer before the the year of the show, because it was like a winter show. Um, so doing, not a winter, it was a spring show. It was casted in the winter. Um, but during the summer, I read the play and I fell in love with the playwright. I fell in love with the show. I loved the language she used. It felt so real to me specifically as a teenage girl. And it became very personal. Each one of the characters were really distinct. And I was like, I really want to be in this show. And I knew specifically who I felt like just it felt like mean. And that's so weird, because I've never I have I've gotten some I've been I've been really blessed to get some amazing opportunities. Yeah, must be nice. Yeah. You
0: have I'm just saying it must be nice.
1: You were literally Shrek. No, I'm You were literally <laughs> Shrek. Ipe it down. <laughs> Please
0: go to hell. You were uh, stressed. Uh, you were donkey. Fiona. Both Fiona.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was the body double and the lead. Let's be clear. I, I'm so sorry. He was Papa Bear. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I don't know why I'm doing this. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I those roles, I never started from the beginning like, man, I want this. This role was different because it was like, man... <laughs> I want this. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I, when auditions came up, when I heard the criteria and everything, I'd been looking at monologue. <laughs> Sidamion so, just took a picture in my room and flipped it out. <laughs> Sorry. Why are you telling them all the business? <laughs> um, I was looking, um I was looking at monologues in the show I could use, but then when I learned we need to choose our own monologue, that's when I was like, okay. I immediately got to work looking for like um monologues for teenage girls, which are so hard to find ridiculously. And that's actually how I fell in love with this other play called Dryland, which I ended up directing in my senior year. Um but anyways, I auditioned for the show, got a call back. But also, most of the people that auditioned got a call back. Was really really excited, and I learned that I didn't get in. And it was a it was a really interesting day that I learned that I didn't get in because I was the same day that I got a call back to be um, one of the main stage performers at our state's thespian convention, which, which is it's a big like deal. yeah, it's like a it's like a really big deal and. It was so weird because I set out the whole convention saying, I'm going to get like, I want to get a call back. So when it happened, I was like, what? Because you say you want to do things all the time. So when it happened, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? Um, I was really excited, but I didn't make main stage. And usually in the past, there are bit, there are usually people from our school that get called back, but they usually make main stage. So I was very And there were also other people from our school that got called back that year and they made main stage. So I was very, very, very upset. And I think it was with myself mainly. It was with myself. Um, So there was that. That same night I go home. Like I'm literally upset that whole day. And they put out the cast list. And I, I learned I didn't get in. You guys this sent me into a spiral it's my junior year I'm like 17 years old so of course it's a crisis I that was the moment where I was like I don't know if I want to do this anymore I don't know if I want to do theater anymore (laughs) like which I feel like was also coming from such a privileged standpoint because I also wasn't necessarily someone um I, I had gotten into shows before that I tried out for. I didn't, I, you know, even though I didn't necessarily want, I, I didn't go in being like, I want this as much as I like wanted this. I did want it, but you know, I had my eyes set on this. Um, And I've gotten to do so amazing things. So to kind of not be in this thing I really want to be in, it was really upsetting for me. And I was like, I don't know if I could do the no and the rejection and stuff. But and then I was also really upset because I'm like, I can't do anything else. Like, I, like, I'm literally like, I have no other talent. So it was... It was an interesting thing to navigate myself through. Um, I had also been in nonstop shows for my whole experience there and not being in that be show. <laughs> Stop
0: doing no, the <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying.
1: Um, so not do it. so stopping for the first time was such a weird thing for me. I actually worked tech for a show so that I couldn't feel like the brunt of feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing theater after school all of a sudden. Um But yeah, it made me really better. There was this really interesting moment that seems like it could be in like a television show because of like, like the audience knows something that the character doesn't know. (laughs) Um, Let me me
0: tell my own side, actually.
1: Not your own side. Let me tell my own
0: side of the story.
1: They should probably hear what it was like from both point of views. So, okay. So basically, um, so Davion, he, there were two shows, um, right? This one, all girls. The other one, all boys, one girl. Peter and the Starcatcher. Cedavion you was don't his- want to
0: say the name of the other one?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Wolves. It's called so <laughs> the- <we're> <laughs> It's called the Wolves. Um so was the assistant director for Peter and the Starcatcher, so he knew who was on the cast list. Um, and basically, the- he said that they'd narrowed it down like a specific way, like they uh, they had two options for each roles. Um, And he knew what the final list looked like. And he'd actually seen it that morning at the convention because he talked to the director of that show. Um, I was really upset at the convention. Again, the whole not Mickey stage thing. I had like this gut feeling that I was not in the show. Um, And I was really upset. And Sadevion, we walked away for a second and he was kind of just talking to me and asking me why I was upset. And I told him and... (laughs) <laughs> you can jump in here
0: <laughs> you know, i need to, to backstab a little bit
1: he, <laughs> you he looked he did this thing where he was like you know what if you get in that's great if you don't get in you're great like it's it's okay no matter what way it goes and i had a feeling that he knew so him explicitly not saying you have nothing to worry about made me know i was like i am not in this show
0: <laughs> wow let me give i think everybody will understand my perspective actually better than yours not better. <clears throat> a few things there have been assistant directors student assistant di- why are you sitting like this
1: i'm allowed to do things sitting- oh my God. <laughs>
0: There have been assistant directors for a lot of the shows in the past at DSA, but never not once have they ever been included in the casting process, as in making a decision. They've been in auditions, they've sat, they've never been able to make auditions, uh, make decisions with casting. We got a new theater teacher, a new co-chair of the department that same year, and he had a goal of like changing the department drastically especially bringing in a very professional aspect to the casting process. And for those who know, you know, in the professional world, assistant directors absolutely have a say in casting. He wanted to change that. He was aware that assistant directors, student assistant directors haven't been able to help cast. So he wanted to change it. I was his assistant director. So he wanted to meet with me. We met a few times, but we met the morning of, the day, <laughs> we'll call it the day, the day, the day, and he showed me, like Marie was saying, there's two choices for every cast. The cast for his show, Peter and the Starcatcher, and the cast for the Wolves. And he just da asked wolves. me the Wolves. On the deck okay, inside joke. Sorry. um More of an outside joke. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, he he asked me to go through. He was like, I'm going to give you the final say on which out of the two for Peter and the Starcatcher." And I was like, oh my God. Literally, I'm a student about to cast my fellow peers in a show. Like, I'm getting the final say, right? This is insane. This is wild. Um, so I go through and I pick all of them, which is so stressful. Like, literally probably the most stressful thing, one of the most stressful things I've ever done. And then he showed me the Wolves cast, but that would be based on the decisions that were made from the Peter cast, which were made. (laughs) They were made. I just made them. I just made those decisions, to be clear. So he showed me those, and he started to edit it, started taking off the other options, which I told Marie Antoinette she was an option for multiple characters.
1: In Peter? I'm confused. No, no, no.
0: In The Wolves. (laughs) okay are you confused oh i thought because you were
1: saying based off of peter and peter only has one female role which is why i was confused but i get i get what you're saying
0: yes so um he went through it's because the okay i don't need to explain (laughs) got it anyway so he started like marking down and there was the final cast of the wolf so i was like damn i knew how much she wanted to be in the show so i'm like this is literally my best friend i don't know how you feel i feel like we were best friends at that point
1: no, I did. I'm rel- <laughs> I'm, really, I'm reliving the experience of the conversation. Anyway,
0: so yeah, I'm like, this is really sad. <laughs> like, I, I'm not gonna tell her. I also did. I told you about this. I signed a contract with him. An NDA. Not an NDA. <laughs> he made me do like a prof- like a professional esque contract as an mm-hmm. assistant director with him, and he paid me um, under the table. But we don't have to talk about that. Um. He's not legal. <laughs> because it is illegal. <laughs> uh, anyway, y'all didn't hear anything. So, yeah. Then we go. Everyone knows. First of all, we celebrate a callback because it just main stage is a huge deal. So we're all so excited for Maru. None of us care who really makes main stage. Like honestly, it's amazing, of course. But just to get the callback with the reputation of our school at state, um the bias of the judges against people from our school at state getting a callback is huge so we were just all so excited but obviously marie was sad that she didn't actually make main stage that day and i was just like okay we need to step away from the friend group i wanted to just go talk to my bestie real quick and she can i be honest i'm gonna be honest she's like really going through it like she's talking <laughs> through it and she's like crying and i like literally like no more than 15 minutes ago just like found out the cast of these shows I could have easily ruined her life in that moment. <laughs> I could have easily. One, I wanted to stay true to my word to Andre, uh, our teacher. <laughs> our
1: teacher. <named> Alejandro.
0: <laughs> Very much. Um, I wanted to stay true to our teacher and not tell any students about the cast before it's posted. And then two... I'm not that to ruin my friend's day even more. <laughs> like, you're going through it. You're crying to me. I'm not doing like it. I'm, do- I'm just not doing it. Um, so long story short, I was just like, well. <laughs> that's the exact-, no what that's happens, the exact way he sounded. No matter what happens, <laughs> you are great. You're so talented. Everyone loves you. Um, and congrats to you on everything. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's the story. Yeah, that was a long story. I have memories. Oh my gosh. Child, please.
1: Um, I think there should be a part two of this episode where we get more and we talk more about different aspects of theater because I feel like we had a lot to say here. I'm down. Um, because now I want to go into a game. Let's do it. Okay, so <laughs> I I made us some theater kid bingo cards. Please. <laughs> All use right. Some of
0: these? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> gender role.
1: Okay, give me that black box. So basically, I have written. <laughs> I
0: just saw the one at the top. I'm- it's killing me. I have Please. written. I wrote down a bunch of different uh things. Why do you get something to write on and I don't? Thank you. Oh
1: my gosh. (laughs) I wrote down a bunch of different things that are theater kids in general, but also relate specifically to our school, maybe specific instances we've been in. And I also have some random, uh, I cut up like the random things in a box, the options, and I'm going to pick them blindly. And
0: let's see who wins. I think I will. I don't know. I'm just like competitive.
1: Okay. Don't don't make me cheat. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Okay. 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 The first one is... Argued with the director. Yes. Oh my gosh, who?
0: Um. There was a director I worked at shall not be named. With at the Aurora Fox Theater. Oh. And they told. A bunch. It was me and three other kids that were part of the company. Mm-hmm. And they told us to jump off of a ten foot platform. Oh safely <laughs> and I was not having it
1: not do it safely
0: <laughs> I was not I was not having it
1: okay that and our nice.
0: union rep wasn't there with us it was just not it
1: <laughs> so I'm guessing it ended up not happening no it did not happen okay period yes <laughs> um I I've never argued with the director before I've I've been given notes and kind of absolutely had like I- a this is what I was trying to <laughs>
0: I don't argue in that sense. I'm like, okay.
1: I know they always say take the notes. And sometimes I'm like, I was just trying We know <laughs> quite a
0: few people who used to argue with directors. <coughs> <laughs> say their name. <laughs>
1: all right, all right. So they when day one day Marie's
0: going to say a name. What? Why is the pencil... <laughs>
1: I have I have a little pen thing between my toes. <laughs> I, p- I pick things up with my toes a lot. It oh, happens. My God, okay. I'm sick. One all day right.
0: I was gonna say. One day I'm gonna say say their names, and Marie's gonna do it, and that's <laughs> gonna be the day we all live for. Oh my gosh.
1: Okay. This next one is cried during or after a show, specifically like post show depression. I already know you can mark a box. Yes, for me, I talked about all. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> cried a lot after that one show that I was double cast I don't know
0: that I've cried though.
1: Do you remember the circle for 9 to 5?
0: Oh! Never driving! Me. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Meltdown. Can we be clear? Can we be clear? I wasn't okay. crying about the show. Okay. And I think everyone, and you know that. <laughs> I was crying because life is hard sometimes. Anyway. Okay, let me pick you, one. If you
1: haven't cried, then unscratch it!
0: No, I cried during 9 to 5.
1: Oh, you do. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Candy Brown has pulled out her whip out on <laughs> your <laughs> oh I just put it back. Yeah, put it
1: here. Candy Brown, um, the Candy Brown from Broadway, like in the original cast of Chicago, yeah, in the original the cast Brown. of a chorus line. Um, she worked at our school as what our machine. Mo- oh, she was in some
0: other stuff. But I
1: can't. <laughs> she worked in our class. As she worked with Bob fossey um, she was a Fosse girl. She worked in our. Cl- she was our movement teacher at our school, and she she's amazing but she she's, she's, she's wild and she has a whip and <laughs> she's black <laughs> she Let's has, be clear, she's black she has a whip and sometimes when the classes get rowdy
0: child what? she would pull that whip out like it didn't matter
1: it's public school so she can't hit you with it True. but she did pull it out
0: and she could threaten to hit you with it <laughs> okay I heard back in the nevermind I'm not gonna be <laughs> Okay. Oh, we'll talk about it later. We're not affiliated. Does uh, <laughs> she not, she's never pulled it out in your class?
1: Okay, she, I think she showed it to us for fun, oh, but I don't think no, we've ever been threatened us. with it. Yeah. She pulled it out We've on. never been threatened with it. We've been like, ooh, look a whip. <laughs> ooh, a little whip. <laughs> <laughs> that remind me of that one show when there was that one person who had the whip in the ch- show. Ch- <laughs> We're going to talk about that in part two. <laughs> Please. Okay. okay. Um, got injured on stage. I've never been injured on stage. Oh my gosh. What happened? Of course you I were. I told
0: everyone, it was like one of the first shows I ever did. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the first shows I ever did. And I sprained my ankle before going on stage. Mm-hmm. And then when I got on stage, I like forgot after a while. And I stepped on it and almost fell. Ooh. So I injured myself a little more than I already was. Oh my gosh. I injured myself because I was running because I was about to miss the queue. Oh my gosh. It's a long little hallway. (laughs)
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know why I just thought about like what would happen if you like fell from the stage into the pit. At DSA Uh, specifically. But the pit when it's lowered all the way. So it's like in the basement. uh,
0: Isn't it like 10 feet deep?
1: Yeah. It goes to the base. (laughs) Um. Oh, have had a showmance, platonic or romantic.
0: I'm... you had a showmance. A platonic. Showmance. Go ahead and mark it. Are you talking about with you? No. Have we? Is it considered... Would you consider our friendship a showmance? Yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. But yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, what? What show? Give me the hint, what show?
0: The Bond of Separation.
1: Enough said. I'll mark my box. Oh okay. Oh okay. I'll mark my box. (laughs) Yeah. Have you had a showman's? Yeah. With who? You. Um. All right. Time being your business. (laughs) Um. Won a banquet award that the people voted for. So one of the MTV surfboards, one of the Grammys, one of the Oscars. I have. I think.
0: Yes, I have.
1: What was it for?
0: best wasn't serious it, performance
1: yes yes because wasn't it red and brown yes y'all i got <laughs> <laughs> they voted me most dedicated <laughs> <laughs> and that was the year that i just like was a crew for a bunch of shows so basically best servant. um but <laughs> crew is amazing Mwah! love you crew you guys are so talented mm. um but that was shady of them to me. That <laughs> was shady of them to me. What, uh, where is this? Okay, okay. Let's see. Let's look at your... Oh, oh
0: stop! Oh. Get up on my board. She's trying to... Get up on my board. Get up on my Wait, board. Get up on my board. <clears throat> okay. You can check You can check up when I do bingo.
1: Oh. <laughs> I
0: don't know what you talking about. <laughs> Read the card out loud, Maroon, tonight.
1: This one says gay with sparkles around it. <laughs> 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 Go ahead. Who is this talking Go ahead. To? Who this? Go ahead. Get your point. <laughs> Go ahead. Get your point. <laughs> Look at you, marking it <laughs> reluctantly.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, keeps every program from every show.
0: My mom does. Does that count? No.
1: Okay. <laughs> I do keep every program from every show, and I started doing that in. Uh, well, when I first started seeing shows, so like when I first got to my hurry yeah. school. Let me
0: pull one. Okay, <laughs>
1: not hurry up. Let me make the process longer.
0: <laughs> Have been double cast. <laughs> Where is that? Where is it? Oh, there we go. Okay. I feel like this board is rigged.
1: <laughs> rigged. Have broken character on stage. Oh my gosh! Have you broken character on we stage? Ha-
0: we've broken character together. Oh, it was Please. together.
1: Yes. I didn't know that you broke character to. Listen, guys. All of guys, us did. We weren't there.
0: single one of us except we've, him. We <laughs> <laughs> even, Even. Oh, girl.
1: When we were were in Red and Brown Water.
0: Please.
1: uh, When we were in Red and Brown Water, we had this inside joke about the way that one of the actors said their line. Because there was like this whole thing in the show, you know, the main character's a runner. And then all the lines, every character's going like, run, run, run. And then how did... did he he was like, run! (laughs) he said his line like that and there's um one of our friends uh she kept saying it to me backstage (laughs) She was just like, run, run my ear, and she said it to me right before we got on stage, and I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't stop laughing, so we get on stage, the lights are coming up, it's time for all of us to say our lines, my first line comes, and I'm, and it's, 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 look at her, I believe it was like, look at her, and I was like, look, look, look,
0: look at her. was it the very last show? It was, it was
1: closing, such closing night energy, and I couldn't
0: Also, a lot of us have to say run after him. We were all like, run! (laughs) Run! It was bad. It was bad. It was all bad. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Okay. Wow. Alright.
1: Um, fallen asleep at a show. Oh no. I have. What show is it? I'm so
0: sorry. I've fallen asleep at a few.
1: (laughs) I i feel really, really really i feel like a have terrible you person it every a I, do. I haven't oh, okay i haven't i haven't either i've zoned out for large periods but <laughs> i always stayed awake and i've always like slapped myself back awake <laughs> like you can't do this <laughs> <laughs> your classmates i i i feel really really disappointed when i do it it happened a lot at thescon just because there was one show that i felt was like three hours Whew. oh my gosh you have bingo
0: I just want to get another bingo. That's it.
1: <laughs> okay. So Stania has bingo. I win. <laughs> it was with have broken character on stage, gay, <laughs> won a banquet award, and have had a showman. There you go. You're all you get the dirt beneath your feet. <laughs> okay. Last but not least, let's move into our beef of the week. Can we get a good drum roll?
0: No. Hmm. It was so good last. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Okay. Our beef of the week this week is—it's an interesting one. Um, long-distance relationships. I want said. because. All my relationships are long distance. I'm talking about like friendships and stuff, not romantic relationships, um, because I do not have any romantic relationships. Mm, Um, But all of my. All right. All right. (laughs) Let me not tell the audience your business. How dare you? Go ahead. All of my, my, my close friendships are long distance. First of all, I'm right here and recently <laughs> it's been it's been really really hard. Um I've been feeling really especially in college um and not really having any friends there. I feel really disconnected from everyone and it's been really really hard having like what feels like my support system long distance specifically cuz I feel kind of I feel kind of detached from them because they have their own lives and I feel like I I feel like I don't kind of, it's actually really weird I <laughs> maybe it's like maybe it's like a maybe I'm like in crisis mode but um I feel like I'm not living my own life I feel like I'm watching other people live their lives and it's like a really weird state that I'm in right now so yeah it's been really hard having long distance relationships one of my friends told me
0: <laughs>
1: stop laughing stop laughing <laughs> no because it's a laugh cry. One of my friends told me that she forgets what I look like sometimes. And like, y'all, this is like like a bestie, like a bestie for like over a decade. But I tell you like, I almost cried. So, um, yeah, it's it's been really hard. How about you? Any thoughts?
0: I don't have any experience with long distance relationships.
1: Oh, okay. What? <laughs> Not like all the relationships being long distance girl Sylvia lives in a different country
0: <laughs> True. I mean I have a long distance friendship with Sylvia it's great I have a situationship that is long distance at the moment <laughs> why are you making that baby
1: cause you have more long distance relationships like
0: what <laughs> we're not long distance I don't feel like we are what we don't at least to- not right now
1: but we don't live in the same state for most of the I feel like year. I you do
0: good. How do you feel? I've actually been feeling really detached. But like, no, I mean like when we're at school, like, do you feel like we're good at communicating or you feel detached while, while we're at school?
1: I feel detached because you have so many people around you that you're having. She is dragging me on this episode. It's not, a, it's not a drag. I'm pretty sure some people will listen to okay. me like, oh baby, therapy. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the therapist listening like, mm. Okay. I respect your opinion, however. I do want to note, we do speak every day, whether it's over text or over phone. Yeah. I don't speak to everyone. I don't speak to the people at school every single day.
1: I know. I feel like... I feel like it feels... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Because I also... It was... It's really different. I'll put it this way. It's really different to go f- to go from seeing you, like, literally every single day. Which I know... What
0: you wish you saw me every day. You ain't never seen me every day.
1: Anyways. <laughs> it's really different to go from seeing you every single day. Which I know that you graduated, like, literally two years ago. Um... But I still feel like... Don't
0: be saying that like you just did.
1: (laughs) I still... You really just tried it. I still feel like I never felt that period because of COVID. Everything was virtual. So I felt as equally connected to the people that I saw in my theater class every single day at my high school As I did my um, really close friends that didn't live in the same state as me. Because everything was virtual. But now that I'm back in person, I feel like it's really hitting me that I do not have these people around me.
0: Mm. I see. Well, to any therapists out there (laughs) reach out? Again, V with two E's. (laughs) Oh my, God. <laughs> oh my gosh. At oh my gosh. That is Marie Antoinette speaking. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> I could use a little therapy too, but yeah. Um You guys want to know something so shady? I tell Marie I love her all the time and she never says it back. He always says it randomly. I love you, Marie. He says it randomly, see? <laughs> see? And on that note, <laughs> thank you so much for coming. <laughs> where you can go to hell. (gasps) That's so mean!